Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss in this episode i'm talking to my good friend kendra mcgregor initially this episode was supposed to be a nerdy episode but it turned into a very informative conversation about narcolepsy and its effect on kendra post-brain injury boom intro done hi i'm joe and i'm lauren and we are the, the neuro nerds Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good about that. Neuro nerds. Are you a stroke or brain injury survivor looking for community and support? Well, the neuro nerds are here to help. Join our free Uso Rock community platform to connect with other survivors like you. Once you join our community, you'll have access to free virtual events and resources to help with your brain injury recovery. You can make new friends, jump on audio chat conversations, and even join my private coaching program to get one-on-one support. So what are you waiting for? Go to community.usorock.coach. Yes, that's .coach, not .com. And join the Usorock community today. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds. All right, what's the running theme, gang? Very special episode with me all the way from Connecticut. Wait, is Connecticut even a place? Is that a place? Yeah. Unfortunately, it is. <laughs> but I live there. <laughs> this is my amazing dear friend, Kendra Dragon Warrior or Ken Dragon Warrior, right? Yeah, that's What's right. Up, Kendra? How you doing? Hey, good. <laughs> Tell you what's Which funny. is different than what I said yesterday, like a little bit earlier when you asked me how I was doing. <laughs> yeah, you you I, you were you basically just made noises. I think that's what yeah. it was. It wasn't even yeah. like a response. It was noises and emojis of like fire, right? Yeah. And chaos. Yeah, yeah the and little chaos. skull <laughs> emoji. Yeah. So, Kendra, we've been friends for like a minute now, huh? Dude, forever. We've been friends for like yeah, two years like, now. Wait, seriously? 
2020. Wait, no, wait, yeah. was it 2020? Get out of here. Right, it has to be right before stop. the pandemic. It has, to yeah. be, it has to be longer than that. Maybe 2019. Well, you were living at your old house. Yeah. And that was, I, yes, we moved into the new crib right at the right before, like right before the pandemic. Yes. But you, I met you when I was still recording episodes with Lauren at the old crib. Yes. And can I be completely honest? I have no idea how we met. I don't remember that at all. I, I remember it <laughs> really well. So I had a meme page at the time that I still update every now and again. Not really, but I had a meme page and I was like trying to follow other nerdy pages and I, and I found yours just because I had the word nerds in it. And then you guys have started a live, uh, you and Lauren. Vaguely remember this. (laughs) Yes. So the, the very first time we met, you had started a live with Lauren and I just clicked on it for whatever reason. And you guys thought that there was a ghost in the house. So you both went running out of the house (laughs) into the yard. And I'm like, who the fuck are these people? Like, what is going on? <laughs> you guys are like so convinced there's a ghost in the house. And I, I don't know. I, I don't even remember how the conversation started after that. But we had met during a different live and Felice was doing the live while you were driving. And she mm-hmm. read she read my username out loud, which was beautiful nerd love. And you were like, you sound like my people. DM me later. And I did. And I just was like, sure, I'll DM yeah. you. <laughs> Can I say what's really funny about having a brain injury that results in short-term memory issues is I don't recall a lot of things. But then when I hear the secondhand information of like the way it went down, I'm like, you know what? That sounds exactly like me. <laughs> that sounds like exactly what I would say and do. So, yeah, I, I'm so happy that you remember because I don't, and, I, and I say this because like people are like, oh, I'm not important enough to remember. No, dicks. I have a brain injury. Okay. It's not I I, uh, adore every single one of you guys. If I forget a name or situation or how we met, that's just how my brain works, you know, and let's be real. Right. The only thing that matters is this current moment. Right. Come on. You're so right. 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 In this moment, you and I are fucking family. So it doesn't matter how we met. That's that's right. That's right. So we're the over here and we're brain injury podcast slash pop culture podcast. How are you part of this amazing brain injury community, Kendra? Oh, man. I think a couple of ways. So first, I, I suffered a traumatic brain injury when I was in fourth grade. I must have been 10. I had fallen off of my bike going at a tremendous speed downhill. I hit like a no parking sign, went over my handlebars, cracked my helmet in half. I was bleeding everywhere, teeth through my lips. I was just a wreck. And I had a lot of issues with hand-eye coordination after that, having to like do, I just, I remember being in a restaurant and I don't, and I wasn't, nothing I was doing was making sense. Like I was trying to cut a bagel with like a plastic fork and knife. And my mom was like, how are you doing? And at one point that bagel flipped out of my plate and hit the window of the restaurant and like slid down with like cream cheese. It's like, like sliding down the window. And that's when we kind of knew something. Yeah. And that's when we kind of knew something was wrong um, Mm -hmm. with just like how my brain was working after that. And I also ended up being like the kid that had to go up in front of like in an auditorium or in a gym, going up in front of schools to teach kids Mm -hmm. why it was so important to wear your helmet. And so I would show my broken helmet and, and the therapy that I had gone through. Yeah. So, and, and That's so horrible. police officers, like I could get like a day. No, it was fucking amazing because was it? I, would get, 
I would get the day off of school and I could like go with a police officer to another elementary school and talk to them about safety and wearing your helmet. And I was just kind of there. I didn't really speak about anything except like showing my helmet. And then I would go sit down and, and so I really didn't do anything. Dude, that's a prime gig. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was pretty awesome. That is so good. You know what? You know why? Because fuck learning, right? Is that what it's right. is this the point oh, of the God. story? I yes. I hated school so much. Oh, I was just not not into is, it. Is it weird yeah. that I'm jealous of you? I'm jealous of your brain injury because I actually had to go to class. Uh yes. Yeah. It's like, man, no, why could I, I have a traumatic brain injury in elementary school? God damn it, Kendra. Yeah, I'm so sorry that you had to wait later in life to get yours. But so, so let, yeah, let me I'd ask like you a question that. about that. Were you diagnosed with anything or were you just one of those? Oh, she had her bell rung. A concussion. Yeah, I had a pretty mm-hmm. severe concussion. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. And this is back in the day because you're not like 15 now. I don't know right. how old you are. You're white. You could literally be like 20 <laughs> or you'd be like 73. You guys don't age well. So I'm saying. So. <laughs> we don't, we don't. No. Yeah, I, I'm, I'll be 37 in October. Are you, so wait, seriously? 37 Did in October. Yeah. 30, get the fuck out of it. Kendra. I know. I, know. I can say this because we're friends, right? You are aging remarkably. I'm not even, I'm not even saying that like <laughs> ironically, like I'm saying that like, holy <laughs> shit. Wow. That's crazy. Cause to be honest, I probably thought you were like in your mid twenties. I was like, Eh, she's aging okay, I guess. Like, yeah, this is remarkable. Hey, this is, this is great. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, you know why? Because I can't really tell because your husband's an Asian dude and, you know, yes. Asian don't abrasion. He like looks That's like right. he could be like 15 or 57. You, you never know. You never know. He and his sister are so much older than me and look so much younger than me. It pisses me off. She's, <laughs> she's like almost 10 years older than me. And she got carded for an R-rated movie. I'm like, you fucking bitch. Like, shh. <laughs> That's how young she looks. She's yeah, going to be. And you're being people. called ma'am by the 20 year olds. Yeah. Like, yeah. The Wait, so th- this was at the time when concussions weren't like a big deal, really. It was okay. just like, oh, it's not a big deal. Like we didn't understand the impact that a concussion ca- can have on a developing brain. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They um, I, I don't really remember much treatment being done other than when I was having issues with hand eye coordination, having to put a peg into a hole, trying to figure out how to get that peg into a hole. And I just remember having to like, just play with pegs and um, that hand-eye coordination, occupational therapy type of thing. I don't really remember much other than that. Um, No, it was just kind of like what you said, you had your bell rung and then they just kind of send you back to school. And then you're wondering why you're tripping and falling. Like my parents, I mean, I actually had a school counselor pull me aside to check me for bruises because they thought maybe my my parents were beating me because I I could I had no coordination so I kept like falling and hurting myself and I'd come to school with bruises and they were like this girl's getting beat at home right <laughs> and right and, and, and they're like I get really it bad, <laughs> yeah yeah and I've always just had really bad I'm just a very clumsy gal I just okay am. were you always clumsy or do you think after the concussion really kind of mess with your equilibrium that's a really those oh by the way yes it was a good questions because those are the only kind of questions I ask yeah that's so true I've never heard you ask a bad question ever <laughs> you're amazing <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh yeah you're right <laughs> yeah you're right yeah um I think just like trying to remember my childhood 
because my concussion happened so young, really, right. I don't remember much of ever not being super clumsy. So I, it, it could be totally related. It mm-hmm. could not be. I couldn't tell you. I'd have to ask my parents, actually. Yeah, that's, you know? that's actually probably something that they would remember, you hope, unless both of your parents are both clumsy people. And you're like, yeah, it just kind of runs the family. We walk in yeah. walls, <laughs> fall down steps. It's just what not we do. Not just me. Just me. <laughs> no. <laughs> so you said that. This is like one of many things, I'm assuming. What so that's 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 the young version of the brain injury. You had yes. more? Well, I have had a concussion since then, but it was a very mild concussion. But I don't know if it stems from my concussion or if it's or we do think that it might actually just be like part of the autoimmune, but I do suffer from narcolepsy. And I know okay. a lot of people in the brain injury community suffer from narcolepsy and narcolepsy can be caused by a few things. It can be caused by brain injury. It can be caused by um, an autoimmune disease that kills the hypocretin in your brain. It can be genetic. Um, you could have genetic coding and you would find that out by getting a, a lumbar puncture. Also, I, I got to say, that is the worst X-Men power. Narcolepsy. Oh, I have a mutant yeah. power. What is it? I fall asleep randomly. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, and it's actually a, one of the misconceptions, too, is that like you don't a lot of people don't fall asleep randomly. Each pr- it's at this spectrum of. Oh, you you've regulated me. Dirty. Yeah, you've you've regulated me a few times because like I'm coming at it completely um, ignorantly. And I know that. And I still make the same jokes because oh, I'm yeah, an no, asshole. You do it on right? purpose. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, like, uh, you like, oh, <laughs> fall asleep, but it's not just like what you see in like Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo, where like they had to like tie right. up her hair so she doesn't drown in her soup. It's it's not that. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit of what narcolepsy really is? Yeah. So there's there's like a a huge spectrum of symptoms and severity of symptoms and. Every single narcoleptic person, I'm in a few groups, support groups on Facebook and Instagram where a lot of narcoleptics talk about their experience. And I have to say, it's so vastly different from person to person. It's really hard to pin down exactly what narcolepsy is and how that might manifest in a person. And so I can really talk mostly just about my experience, but I do know generally it's excessive daytime sleepiness. Obviously, we are extremely tired people. And mm-hmm. what specialists tend to say is people with narcolepsy, if you want to understand how tired they might be, you would have to go two to three days without sleep to really understand the type of exhaustion that we experience normally. Right. So when we sleep, we spend most of our sleep in REM. And a lot of people are like, isn't REM a good thing? Actually, in (laughs) like, you know, like sugar and caffeine in moderation, right? So REM is tricky. So the way that we enter REM, when we enter REM and how long we stay in it is also different from a Mm person, from one person with narcolepsy to the next. So we don't get deep restorative sleep. So we have also a lot of, memory loss, we have brain fog. Sometimes we hallucinate either auditory or visual hallucinations because what happens is we can hit REM while our eyes are still open. So part of our brain is awake and functioning. And then the other half of your brain is like, yeah, no, I'm done. And it'll just go into REM. So you're basically in a trance. Yeah. 
Yes. What? You can, you can feel like you're walking through water. You sometimes, a lot of things that people say is it feels like I'm lucid dreaming while mm-hmm. I'm awake. And so a lot of us, sometimes we can't tell the difference between when we have dreamt an occurrence and when that occurrence has actually really happened. And one of my favorite things to say to my husband will be like, Hey, did this really happen? Or did I dream this? And I have to ask him that often because I really, sometimes I can't tell if I've, if my memory is real or not, right. because my memory is so poor to begin with. You're like last night, did we, did we not <laughs> ride dragons? Did that happen or did that did not that happen? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yeah. And okay. Here's a really good example. Just two days ago, I was walking around. I moved. I just recently moved to a new town and I went to target and I started to like, I was getting lost in this target and most targets are set up pretty much the same, but for some reason I could not find my way to the checkout line. And I just kept ending up in circles. And at one point I just stopped my cart and I grabbed my phone and I'm looking through my phone because I'm trying to figure out if I'm asleep or not. I actually thought, Oh, am am I dreaming right now? And I, so I just, I I had to start questioning my reality. I was like, am I dreaming right? Cause I do, I lucid dream. And so sometimes it takes me a minute to figure out, okay, am I, am I dreaming or am I awake right now? And the bet, some of the best ways to tell that is to start going through your phone. And if you can operate your phone in a way that makes sense. Right. You're like, let me text Abraham. (laughs) Let me text Abraham Lincoln real quick. (laughs) I might be sleeping. Exactly. No, that's exactly fucking right. After brain injury, it's common to feel like life as you knew it is gone forever. You may not be sure how to move forward and regain a sense of control and purpose, but there is hope. You can absolutely start living a meaningful and purpose-driven life after brain injury. It just might look a little different than it did before. That's where Rocky Recovery comes in. It's a step-by-step program designed specifically for brain injury survivors who want to start living their best life again. I'll help you set goals that are meaningful, attainable, and give you purpose post-brain injury so you can focus on recovery and start enjoying life once again. If you're ready to start living your best life after brain injury, enroll in Rock Your Recovery today at goals.usorock.coach. Now let's go rock your recovery together. Or like telling the time. Like if I can tell the time on my phone, I know that I'm awake. And so there's Wait, just so like really... Is this- are you a Leonardo DiCaprio? Are your is your life inception? inception? Do you have is your phone your totem? Is that it's, what yeah, it is? Not, yeah, that's like exactly exactly right. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Okay, so as ignorant as I am when it comes to narcolepsy, I had no idea that it was like that. I didn't know that it you could be, be basically in a sleep state. You could be half asleep and half awake. That blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Like that. That just yeah. that like shocks me. Yes. And, and a lot of the symptoms too, when you start having a sleep, they call them sleep attacks. Usually Mm -hmm. it's when you start to get this, this deep and sudden urge to sleep, like it actually is physically painful to keep yourself awake in these moments because you're actually like fighting your body's like, no, I'm going to drag you to sleep. And you're like, I'm driving. (laughs) Like I absolutely not. (laughs) So I, I don't experience that very often. I did experience this yesterday because I was in the heat a little bit too long and I was socializing at an event. So once I'm in the heat and I'm, I'm I'm peopling and I just, I, 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 became unraveled. So I don't, I don't necessarily have these sleep attacks very often, but I do a lot of narcoleptics or people with narcolepsy. They actually experience this very often to a point where they can't 
hold a job um, or a family or anything like that. So there are varying degrees of severity. Some people don't lucid dream. Some people do. Some people hallucinate. Other people don't. We, we all experience it so differently. But I think the most common thing is just that exhaustion during, yeah. during the day. And, and what you've seen a lot too with me, I, I always call myself the worst narcoleptic because as you know, <laughs> you've seen a thousand times, I am up until three or four in the morning. Yes. And you, you text me, go to sleep or go to bed. And I'm like, I, I'll, send you, like I'll send you the Ben Stiller. You will go to yes. sleep or I will put you to sleep. <laughs> or I'll put you to sleep. Yeah. He's a, because I, I have like paradoxical insomnia. So there are actual, mm-hmm. like a lot of people with narcolepsy want just we want to scream sometimes because we can't sleep when we need to and we can't stay awake when we need to it's just like opposite so i think you know some of um some of us suffer from circadian rhythm disorder i think maybe i have that i haven't been diagnosed with it but it's like my prime sleep time is 4 a.m to 10 a.m and the rest of the day if i can sleep those hours i can stay unmedicated and i'm that's close to like my schedule Well, I mean, as somebody who has suffered a, a, a TBI, you might have narcolepsy. I mean, you know, because even if you don't hallucinate, even if you if you have excessive daytime sleepiness and depending on your REM patterns um, and your sleep disorder uh, or your sleep periods, my you, sleep you know, pattern is could, fucked. Oh, it's, it's so yeah. bad. It's so yeah. like so basically my bedtime normally if I'm going to bed early, it's about two o'clock. Normally it's about oh, yeah. three, three thirty, four o'clock. Yeah. And without breaking you know like i have the same rhythm my same routine my body naturally wakes up at like eight o'clock in the morning so i'm you know running on like four or five hours of sleep and that's just steady and i don't really nap because i'm a toddler so i don't do that and and who who knows wait a minute i'm not i don't hallucinate you have horns right like that's a thing and there's fire coming out of your eyes i'm not hallucinating that's just what you look like cool yeah yeah Yeah. we're fine we're good yeah yeah yeah. we're good yeah so i i i have a question like a lot of that shit sounds like really really it just sounds like a lot right what's the worst part like what's the one thing if you're like i just wish i just didn't have this one fucking thing like what's the one thing you'd be like yeah i can handle this a lot better if i didn't have if this one thing didn't happen what's that one thing about narcolepsy like what's the yeah. one symptom i wish i could live without mm-hmm. um so i i would say the the sleep attacks where so for example like at at the event that i was at the other day when i started to feel like i was lucid dreaming i look <laughs> no, no when you say lucid dreaming you were lucid dreaming while you were awake yeah. So I, I basically like I'll, I'll be at this event and I feel like I'm walking through water. It feels like in that moment, it feels like I'm lucid dreaming. Right. Um, if at some point I don't take a nap, I will start to hallucinate. That's just like because my my brain is Ben Stiller. It's listen, I'm going to ram or I'm going to be like, you're going to ram or I'm going to put you to ram. Like, I'm going to do it whether you're asleep or not. Right. So I can't choose that. So, but what, you know, so I feel like I'm lucid dreaming. I feel like everything, I'm so groggy. I can't focus my eyes. I'm slurring my speech a little bit. That's probably the worst I'll feel because when, when that happens, I can't drive, I can't communicate. And when that happens at an event like that, that was really important for me. I was there to network within my community and my husband was there and I could tell he was starting 
to get aggravated because he doesn't know these people I do. And he's there for me. And I'm not socializing because I am in a state of mind where I'm slurring my speech. I don't want these people to think that I'm drunk or high, or I don't want to leave the wrong impression. When I communicate, I say a lot of the wrong words and I don't know why I'm saying these words and they just don't fit. And, and so like, those are the types of situations that give me a lot of anxiety because I feel like, especially if Greg is involved, if it was just me there, I'd, I'd ask my husband to come pick me up because I, I would not get behind the wheel if I feel like that. But when my husband's involved and he has come out of his way to do something like that for me, or even if I'm at home and I've got chores to do and I just can't do them because I am so tired, I can't move. Those right. are the days where nobody is more disappointed in me than me. And nobody hates this disorder more than me. And I can tell like I'm disappointing my spouse and, and he's aggravated, but he's not more aggravated than I am. And, but I will still carry that, that guilt with me all day that he has now, now he has to do all the chores. Like I was supposed to do the dishes, but I cannot get off the couch. I just can't. Right. My body will not move. I, I, I have thoughts. Mostly I'm going <laughs> to yell at you. I'm going to yell at you yeah. for feeling the way that you're feeling. Now I say this constantly, <laughs> yeah. right? Like I, I do. And, and I truly feel this. We have, we have to feel our feelings. We have to. We, we have to yeah. feel whatever it is, whether, you know, it, it's ridiculous, whether it's not. There are feelings. So they're real to us. Right. So the fact mm-hmm. that you're like, oh, I don't want to disappoint. Like, oh, fuck, you're not disappointing anybody. This is something that this is something that you deal with. This is something that is part of your life. You're not disappointing anybody who means anything to you. Right. And you mean something right. to them. You're not disappointing anybody. I, I understand that feeling because I live it. Like I get it and I do it and I say this, I'm talking to you, but I'm also talking to me. It's really hard not to be like, oh, you fucking piece of shit. Like it sucks. That's immediately what goes through your head. That's the worst thing to feel. Right. Oh, it's it's terrible. The the self-hatred. Yeah. Yeah. It's the worst. It's the worst. Right. We basically we're um, projecting our feelings on ourselves to other people like, Mm -hmm. oh, they're making I'm terrible. They think I'm terrible. No, they don't. They don't. The people that care about us fucking care about us. Right. If they truly care about this, about us, they'll do their best to understand the things that we have to deal with on a day to day basis. Right. Do you want to know what does not help the situation? Burying your burying yourself emotionally. It it, it does not help. I'll say this and you should say it to yourself frequently. You're not a burden. You're not. You're not disappointing anybody. You're a human being that's been dealt a really difficult hand and you're coming through it with a fucking smile on your face, which is really, really admirable. And I think you got to give yourself a little bit more grace than you do. If not, I'm going to yell at you. Just saying. Yeah, you know, it's, it, it's funny because I, you know, in support groups, I always tell people, you got to give yourself a little bit of grace here. And it's easy so to right, say to them, right? It's easy, it's to, easy say to say to, to them, people. but to do it, it's almost fucking, fucking impossible. Oh, it's so it's so impossible. And I have to say, too, like everything that you just said, it absolutely applies to me and it applies to you. And, and sometimes what I see in some of the support groups that I'm so fond of and some friends that I've made in these groups is a lot of them don't have what you just said, where they don't have a spouse or a family member or a friend that actually understands what yeah. it is that they're going through or what their limitations are. And I think, you know, like you were saying about um, Deuce Bigelow, there's been a lot of misrepresentation of what narcolepsy is in the media. Every single show makes it look like you fall asleep mid-sentence, you fall asleep while you're bowling or into your bowl of soup or, right. you know, while you're dancing, like Moulin Rouge, he'll be singing and he goes, Whoop, and then he falls backwards. Or people, because narcolepsy is usually represented in a comical way, right. people 
you know, in, in comedies. I mean, it's been in Scrubs. It was in Rat Race. It was, you know, it's mostly represented in comedies and it's watching people collapse or ragdoll. That's called cataplexy. It does happen um, usually when you experience a really strong emotion. Um, but like the sleepiness of it, that particular part is so misunderstood because a lot of people think like, well, I'm tired too. Oh, well, you should try being a mother oh, of three or, oh, you're, you're exaggerating. I can't tell you how many people in the support group say, you know, my husband thinks I'm exaggerating when I'm tired. My mom tells me I've got to get a job and get out of the house, but I'm too tired. These, there are people who are absolutely debilitated by this disorder. And I want to call right. it a disease sometimes because it really does feel like that. Yeah, it, it, um, it's this wild uh, uh, affliction. What is it? Affliction. Oh, I like affliction. Good. That's pretty good, that's, right? So, so here, here's the deal. With that person's husband and that person's mother, those people are assholes, okay? Yeah. And I, and I say yeah. that because it, if it's somebody that you truly care about, you do your best to understand. Here's the thing. When it comes to afflictions, good word, it there's no possible way you can understand what it's like to live with some of the things that we live with. That's, that's just right. the, the God honest truth. Okay. You cannot possibly understand what it's like. You don't have to, you don't have to understand what's like. And to be honest, I don't think any of us want you to understand what it's like because it's horrific. Yeah. It's horrible. Oh, it's horrible. The one you don't have to understand the one thing that you do have to do. If you truly care about us is not be a dick. <laughs> it's the comparison. The care, the comparison thing, I, I've said this a lot because a lot of people, you know what it is? And and I, I've said it a, a lot on the podcast and, I, and I'm saying it more and more because it's like it happens more and more now that we're peopling more. People are very uncomfortable. Normies. Normies are very uncomfortable with the fact that they cannot connect and understand what you're dealing with. Right. Yeah. There's always yeah. a compare. Oh, man, I, 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 I broke my ankle. Oh, man, I had a really bad sprain in high school. So, like, I kind of get the pain. Right. There's always some yeah. uh, like I, I understand what you're feeling because I experienced something similar in the right. brain injury community. You can't do that. You can't do it. So the thing, mm -hmm. oh, well, I'm tired, too, because I do all these things. Yeah, that's great yeah. for you. Right. I, I've had this before with, where I'm like, man, the neuro fatigue has literally just destroyed my day. I can't even keep my eyes open. Oh, man, I'm exhausted, too, because I worked a 12 hour shift. I had yeah. to go pick up the kids. I went to the gym. I had to go run some errands, like all of those things. And I'm like, yeah, I woke up and I brushed my teeth. I had to take a four hour nap. There's a huge difference yeah. there. Right. Yes. And the, yes. it's the difference between exhaustion and fatigue. When you're exhausted, you can take a nap. You can go to sleep. You wake up and you're refreshed. Right. You recharge when you're fatigued. When this neuro fatigue kicks in, you can sleep for eight days and wake up just as exhausted. You don't recharge. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. If you've never experienced it, you cannot understand. So don't compare. It's really simple. Right. Just don't compare. You dicks. Right. Right. Yeah. You dicks. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. You're, yeah, you summed that up so beautifully because when you don't get good restorative sleep, whether you have narcolepsy or you just have a severe TBI and you don't reach restorative deep sleep, you wake up feeling like you're not refreshed when you wake up in the morning. Oh, you wake up just as tired. Just you're ready to tired. sleep again. Just the worst. as tired. The worst. So I, I like to I like to use the cell phone analogy. If you think about a faulty cell phone battery and you plug it and you let it charge overnight. That doesn't necessarily mean you have a full battery in the morning. So right. you could wake up with, and it's always unpredictable. You could wake up with a 4% charge. You could wake up with 80% charge. And how fast that cell phone battery depletes is also unpredictable. You That 4% could last you all day. You don't need yes. a nap, but you're freaking so tired and you're dragging your feet all day. You're at 4%, but it lasts you all day. That 84% could drop to a zero. 
while you're in the mall and you have yeah. to sit down and like take a nap at the at the cafeteria table. You know, it's just it, it, the the one thing it makes no sense. Right. It's like one day I will be able to do anything and everything. I knocked out so much. And at the end of the day, I was so amped up. I couldn't even sleep like I had that much yeah. energy. And then the yeah. next day I can't even get dressed. I can't like here's the thing. Yeah. Not that I can't get dressed. I can't when, when it comes to a brain injury or fatigue or true exhaustion. I, when I say I can't get dressed, I can't process how putting clothes on works. Like yeah. it, it's it's a sequencing thing where like I have my socks in my hands and I'm like, I don't understand what what am I doing with these things? Like it's yeah. weird. If you've never experienced it, you don't know what it is. So don't compare. I think that's yeah. what we come down to. Normies. Yeah. Just don't compare. Yeah. Just stop trying to compare. You know, if I if if I had a dollar for every time someone said, oh, I wish I could fall asleep any time I wanted to. Oh, or, oh I wish annoying. I could sleep all day or, oh, you know, blah, blah. And it, I'd have a lot of money. I'd have a lot of money every time someone misunderstood exactly what narcolepsy is, whether they misunderstand how tired I am or they right. think it's necrophilia. Like, <laughs> you know. Can I tell you what's funny? <laughs> I was going to make that joke, like like yeah. starting out. I was going to oh. be like, and she sleeps with dead people. But and I didn't make that joke. <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> you were, I am so proud of you because I really did expect it. I'm like, I wonder how long it'll take him to make the necrophilia joke. All right. Joe's an <laughs> asshole. I know it's coming. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I prepared myself. But I mean, I've actually like I told someone um, I, I actually when I tell people I have narcolepsy, I no longer tell them that it's narcolepsy. I say I have a neurological disorder because if the minute you say narcolepsy, it, they immediately discredit anything that you might feel or say. It's an automatic, it's a joke. They don't take it seriously. So I don't even call it narcolepsy. And if I ever right. needed to get, um, like when I needed accommodations at work, I called it a neurological disorder. And I asked my doctor when he wrote mm -hmm. me a note for accommodations, I said, could you just call it a neurological disorder? I don't want them to know that I have narcolepsy because immediately, boom, you lose all credibility right. the minute that word comes out of your mouth. Or they think that you sleep with dead people. And I've actually had someone be like, you should keep that to yourself. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I probably shouldn't be going around telling people I have narcolepsy. I do usually call it a sleeping disorder. Like, oh, oh, narcolepsy. You know, and I was like, what did you think? I said, I thought it was the dead people thing. And I'm like, yes, right, I just walk around admitting that I like to sleep with dead people. That's absolutely what I was. Right. You know, I saw I you and I'm like, you have death behind your eyes. And that just reminded me of how much I like sleeping with dead yeah. people. Oh my yeah. god, people are the worst. Yeah, the worst. They're, awful. they're awful. Oh my god. <laughs> so, yeah. Look, I, I know it's a difficult thing to deal with. I'm I'm happy that you know you deal with it with like a bit of a. This is why we get along, right? We kind of joke through our trauma, which yeah. is I don't know if it's the healthiest thing in the world, but it works, right? Yeah. I mean, if I can't laugh about it, it's gonna drown me, man. There is just Dude. no way I could survive this if I couldn't laugh about it. Are you finding it hard to recover at home after stroke? Find out if Modus Nova can help you by taking their free online assessment at modusnova.com slash the neuronerds. If you haven't heard of Modus Nova, they make devices to help folks with a brain injury like stroke regain the use of their affected limbs. For example, the Modus Hand is an AI-powered robotic exoskeleton that helps users do exercises and play games, similar to the way an occupational or a physical therapist might manipulate the limb. It helps survivors get in the thousands of repetitions they need to form new neural pathways. It can assist with hand movements or resist them to provide a personalized exercise experience. 
If this sounds like something you want to try, visit modusnova.com slash theneuronerds to learn more. Use special code theneuronerds when you sign up and get a month free with the 30-day challenge. Just visit modusnova.com slash theneuronerds to get started. I mean, right. I, it, look, it's better to, to look. It's better to laugh at this stuff than just be like really fixated and focused on the trauma. You know, there's always two sides to every coin. Right. So when it comes to like, look, Lauren and I started this because we both almost died. Right. That's inherently yeah. funny. No, it's not inherently funny. But we can talk all day about how close to death we came and how much everything like our brain injuries took from us. Or we could talk about like how great it is to be here, which is what I choose to do. And then we make fun of the crazy things that give us a lot of trauma. You know, we take a little bit. Here's the thing. I think when we joke about it and like, we're not making light of the situation or anyone else's situation, we're making light of our own. We're taking the the power away from the trauma, right? We're like, we're pulling the pants down of the monster that's attacking us. Like we're making fun. <laughs> yeah. It's not as scary if yeah. we're joking about it. So yeah. I think that's where you and I get along too, because we're both severely flawed human beings with a very disturbing sense of humor. <laughs> that's exactly right. It's a pretty, I'm pretty not good flawed, description, you right? Son of a bitch. I'm perfect. <laughs> what are you talking about? I think you and I became friends when you call, I think it was, I think you called me either a motherfucker or a son of a bitch. It was something. You left me like a voice message, like a voice note. And I was like, oh, Kendra's like, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, we're going to be homies like forever. Yeah, I think that was when we, I think it was when we got into, um, it was early in the pandemic and we're bored as fuck because it was the yeah, beginning of the pandemic. Right? Bored in the house. Yeah. We're in the house bored. Yeah, yes. <laughs> And we got into a competition where every day we would send each other what T-shirt we were wearing because we both and have I, so many T-shirts. I was dominating. I got to tell you, I was killing it. Um, bitch, yeah, please. yeah, no, yeah. absolutely <laughs> not. No way. There is no way. How dare you? <laughs> no. <laughs> the confidence behind that, bitch, please. Absolutely not. <laughs> bitch, please. Get out. No. I, you know what? With the with the current shirt that you're wearing, you're kind of winning today. I'm winning. I'm topical because, you know, I've got like the Obi-Wan uh, uh, Funko thing happening, but you're um, pink and a slime green necromorph. Yes. Oh, wait a minute. Necromorph for the necrophiliac. <laughs> got it. This is perfect. It's perfect. No. It's the perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I was going, yeah, I was going with a theme. Necromorphic. <laughs> it's so funny that people actually think that. They're, they're like, oh, you're a necrophilia. That's so yeah. weird. Yeah, that but she was so like, you should keep that weird. to yourself. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, you're you right. Told her, you, should, you should have told her, you should stay indoors because you being should. out probably in public doesn't work for her. Do you avoid <laughs> situations cool. knowing that they're probably going to drain you and you're going to have an issue towards the end of the night? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I have to... I have to plan. So, you know, right before we got onto the podcast, I spent a lot of time laying down, eating nerds clusters, just praying for enough energy for the conversation, you know, because you have to work all day. And then I ran out to the store. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope I have enough energy for tonight. And I, like give myself like pound some sugar, get some energy. But that, that happens to me almost every time I need to do something. I sometimes have to spend all day getting ready for that social interaction, preparing for it. Dude, peopling yeah. is exhausting. Also, when I think, oh. you know what? I need energy. Let's go with sugar. 
Sugar. There's, there's Sugar no impending crash. Not at all. You know what it is? I just I just need it for an hour and whatever mm-hmm. crash I come after that, that's fine. I'll just I'll crash. Yeah. Great. As long as I have that energy just enough to get me through whatever social interaction that is. I don't care what crashes on the other side of it. Fine. You <laughs> know what, can I tell you what's it. great about everything you just said? You legit sounded like a drug addict defending your drug <laughs> use. <laughs> Look, I just need. <laughs> I just need enough, man. <laughs> baby, I need it. I need it, baby. I need, I, it. <laughs> I mean, if I leave the house without my sugar, without some kind of sugar, something in my purse, it's it's almost like it's like it's like having like a therapy dog or something if i don't have it with me i start right. to panic like oh i don't have my oh my candy oh my sugar oh. you know I'm like oh god what if i crash and i can't come out of it and i can't drive home and I, you know it's just like oh i got to have man mama doesn't have, have her medicine mama, mama needs her medicine <laughs> hey does it annoy I you mean, when people are like oh i know how to fix this yeah here it comes so when people are like oh you're tired so, so obviously it's, well, you should, you should fix your sleeping pattern. Sleep hygiene is so important. They're not wrong. Sleep hygiene is extremely right. important, but for a narcoleptic, it just doesn't work that way. It, yeah, it doesn't. It just doesn't work that way. I wish it did. If it was that easy, narcolepsy just wouldn't freaking exist, man. Like it just, you know, right. so, but sleep like, oh, well, if you just go to bed earlier, I mean, I get that all the time. If you go to bed earlier and, and then, and then the wildest thing would be like, if you mix turmeric into your coconut oil and then you drink it with a ginger tea and, I, and I'm like, uh, no, turmeric and yoga and like, these things like these calming, look, like clearly whatever. none of those things work, but have you tried celery juice? So two things can be true, right? Sleep hygiene is absolutely important. It is so, so important. That being said, that doesn't necessarily work for narcoleptics. It just doesn't. Yeah. It just, like yeah. not everybody is built the same. That's why there is no like one thing that works for everybody. And it's like, no, that's yeah. not true, dude. They're like, oh, well, look, we all need sun, right? We all need vitamin D. Do you want to know what's crazy? There are people in the world who are allergic to the sun. Okay. So <laughs> yes. there isn't one thing that works for everybody like we're all different people you know just like brain injuries like as individuals we are like thumbprints and snowflakes we are not alike so what works for you or the vast majority of people there's still a subset of people that that would be like have the exact opposite effect so i worked at a vitamin store for years and there's this thing called valerian root have you ever heard of it i have okay it smells like the inside of an asshole it's so bad (laughs) it smells so bad like it's so bad so valerian root has a very calming effect If you're struggling with sleep or anxiety, you have some valerian root. It's been around forever. It's huge in like Mexican culture. I learned about it from like some um, abuelitas that used to come in and and, and make tea out of it. I'm like, how do you drink that shit? It's disgusting. We have pills. Anyways, so for 90 some odd percent of the people out there, it like when you take it, it makes you sleepy. It's very calming. There's a very small percentage of people who take valerian root and it's like Red Bull. They will be bouncing off the walls or blood pressure will spike and they're just like all over the place. Mm-hmm. I realized back then it's like, oh, 
we're all different people. We can't say, oh, yeah, yeah. this is going to work for this. We say, hey, this might work for this because we're all different people. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. like for the vast majority of people, sleep hygiene is incredibly important. If you go to bed earlier, if you meditate, if you do certain things, it's going to help with your 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 sleep rhythm. If you have narcolepsy, all that shit goes out the window. It goes out the window. I, you know, and, and whether it's and whether it's a, a TBI or you're neurodivergent or you have narcolepsy, when your brain doesn't really do what it's supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. then the normal everyday person's advice does not apply to the problem. Right. Because right. like, yeah, that, that works for you. But and, and, and even within the community, what works for me as a person with narcolepsy may not work for my other friend who also has narcolepsy. So for me, I found gabapentin um, helps to regulate my REM at night and I don't mm. need to be medicated during the day. I just use a lot of caffeine and if I need to, a scheduled nap and other people cannot function and they're on six or seven different kinds of medications. Yeah. Um, some people find relief with Zyrem or Zywave and people with cataplexy too. That's a, like a whole other topic. What works for just one person with either, and I'm sure with even within the stroke community and, and the concussion for community, sure. what happens for, for you is not necessarily what's going to happen for the next person. So it's, it's just such a hard thing to pinpoint and everybody thinks they know the answer. Oh, I was a nurse for 30 years. Have you tried? (laughs) And you're like, I don't give a shit what you did for 30 years. (laughs) It's kind. Like, 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 thank you. But it might not work. Like, I appreciate. Hey, have you tried this? Like, I, I appreciate that, you know, and I will try a lot of different things, you know, and I will also advise, hey, I do this and this like worked for me. It might not work for you. But this thing worked for me. Yes. I don't suggest anybody do the things that I do. You know, I go to sleep very late. I wake up very early. I, I drink coffee like I don't nap. Don't be like me. You know, there's something severely wrong with me. Ask Kendra. <laughs> She'll agree. <laughs> so much wrong with you. <laughs> and this, that has nothing to do with a brain injury. This is just like me at my core. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, I mean, I think there's a kind way of saying, hey, have you tried this thing? And if they look, most people who have been told this, like their whole recovery, they don't want to hear it. They just don't. And you might have that thing that would change that person's life. You can't force it on anybody. All you do is just like, hey, you're thirsty. Try this. This might quench your thirst. Right. Or it might not. You know, it might not. So like offer, but be kind too, and also understand that all day, every day, most of us are hearing this shit from strangers. Not only strangers, members of our family. Hey, well, why can't you do this? Have you tried this? I know so-and-so and and they had the exact same thing and they're fine. It sucks. Mm -hmm. Like it sucks for us a lot. So most more, just be kind, right? Hashtag 2022. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Oh, yeah. Don't be a dick. I knew it was coming. So how is your, how's your energy right now? How, how, how has this been? Has this been draining? You know, I can, I I am starting to feel that like mental fog coming in. Mm -hmm. So I do, I do feel it. I'm like, yeah, this, but actually these types of conversations do energize me in a way. So I'm actually a little bit more, I am more energetic than I was when I started, but I am feeling that brain fatigue where I can tell I'll probably start slurring in the next hour. I'm sorry. I bore you, Kendra. (laughs) Yes. That means I was bored. Yeah. No, this look. No, this has been amazing. Actually, yeah. I've been more, trying to get you on a podcast for a long time. You know that. You have, yeah, you have. And you've been like, "No, I hate you." And I was like, "What the fuck? Where did that come from?" I thought we we're cool. I was like, 
It was that one time where like I was FaceTiming you and I'm like, will you be on my podcast? And you spit at me. I was like, what the what? Why? I did like like that dinosaur <laughs> in Jurassic Park. I just like opened up my hood and I just spit right. at you. And I, was there, and I was there like Newman uh, being spit <laughs> on. Like it was terrible. <laughs> look, look, this has been really, really informative for myself. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. look, you're, you're you're my homie and I want to know more about like afflictions, like these things that you have to deal with so I can know more information so I can make more fun of you. And I mean that yeah. because, you know, I've learned I've learned loud. this. Oh, yeah. I've learned this from me. My love language is annoyance, you know, like I annoy my friends. I like to poke. It's kind of like oh, if somebody, I'm a poker too. yeah, like if you have a bruise, I'm the dude that I'm going to poke the bruise because it basically says push me. Right. So you have this thing and it's like, oh, let me make fun of it because I think it's funny because my heart's full of hate and I can, you know, yep. <laughs> say awful things because you're my friend. Right. I don't say That's these right. things to to I don't say these things to my enemies. That would be wrong. If you're being I, nice to me, I'm worried. I'm right. like, what did I do? You're like, damn it, are we not friends anymore? <laughs> what, what is happening? Why are you not telling me I sleep with dead people? This is yeah. the worst thing you've ever done to me, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I I love this. This has been great. I'm not going to hold you too much longer because I don't want you to pass out in your soup. See, now I can make jokes. Yeah, you're so funny. <laughs> And you can look Girl, down I on me. Sorry, <laughs> it's so stupid. No, like honestly though, like this has been really, really cool to like know more um about this because I know you're not the only one, you know? Um yeah, yeah. there are support there are groups. People, there are support groups on on Facebook that I'm a part of, positively um narcolepsy, narcolepsy support, narcolepsy humor is my favorite. We share a lot of oh, memes. I once shared a picture of like why my alarm clock didn't go off. It was because I put the time into my calculator or, you know, the time that I put my ATM number into the microwave. Like we like to joke about shit because when your brain fog settles in, you do the weirdest shit. I mean, oh, and so we, I'd... so narcolepsy humor is my favorite support group just because we can really laugh about the dumb shit that we do. Um, and that is just a tonic. It is really I, medicinal it, for, for it, real. No, it really is. There's something yeah. so comforting about people, a group of people, or in, even just individuals speaking to one another, right? Like you and I, like we have some brain things. There's something so comforting about talking to you. And we're joking about this really, really life altering thing that happens to us. That is not funny at all, but it's funny to us because we experience it and we're yeah. taking a little bit of power away from how horrific it is. Right. It's still yeah. horrible, but it's not going to define the rest of our lives. Right. It's right. a moment in Perfect. time and it's not 24 hours a day. And if it is 24 hours a day, it's not 24 hours every day. Right. We push through. We smile because we made it right. We made we made it back and we're making where they're throwing lemons at us and we're making lemon meringue pie. That's right. I, I like that better than lemonade. Not a huge lemonade yeah. fan, you know. Maybe we'll throw some of that lemonade and some iced tea and make an Arnold Palmer, or but Ooh. definitely we're making yeah, lemon yeah. meringue pie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm speaking Absolutely. your language. Yeah, <laughs> so, hell I, yeah. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm just so appreciative, uh, appreciative of you coming on the show. Now I intended this honestly to be like super nerdy. We did not even touch we didn't even nerd. Get there yet. We didn't. Right. We didn't. So okay. yep. now yeah, so. I'm putting you on the spot. You're going to come back and you're going to talk nerd with me, right? Yes. I say yeah, that. I'll come back and talk nerd. And you know what? There's probably somebody out in the community that related a lot to some of the things that I might have said today and is 
probably discovering that they probably have narcolepsy. Yeah. Call your sleep doctor. Could be apnea. Could be sleep. Could be some kind of. Go get your MSLT. And if I need to come for a part two, we can talk more about it. Because uh, you so do important. need to come for a part two. Like that's well, what's I mean, happening. The nerd part, but you know, like the narcolepsy part, because there's going to be people out in the community that are going to relate sure, to a lot of sure. narcolepsy. Whenever there's so, um, we'll narcolepsy awareness week or narcolepsy awareness month or day, I'm sure you have one of those things. You you definitely have to come on yeah. and like, we'll, we'll do a, a special episode we'll there it. and give out like <laughs> some kind of uh, crazy information and stuff. It would be great. On top of that, you definitely have to come back and talk nerd because you are Ken, we just gotta talk nerd. Ken Dragon Warrior. And Ken what Dragon just Warrior. released today? What just released today? Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. House, Game of yeah. Of House the of the Dragon. House? Even what? You have to. I don't know. I might. You have Just to. So or yeah. Are you not a fan? Matt Smith. Well, of the books, not so much of the shows. What they you know what I mean? I'm that person oh, yeah. that I'm Oh, like, you are. You are that person, yeah. you nerd. You nerd. Yeah, that's right. A nerd is nerd shaming another nerd, you nerd. <laughs> So I look forward to getting super nerdy. Yeah. This this has really been great. Now, if there is anyone out there who's like, oh, man, I, I just checked off all of those boxes and I want to talk to this person. How would they reach you? Well, um, I have two Instagram accounts. You can reach me at can dragon warrior or some dot nerds dot art. I also have an art page. I do Ooh, man that I a little bit more often than I, I do. my regular. How- amazing an artist you are like seriously like like some of the things that she's put together holy shit you're super talented thank you thank you yeah i might take your advice and start a tiktok about that too because yeah i I think the process of some of the things that you do it's fascinating fascinating you know Mm -hmm. and also i just want to see more of the creation process it has nothing to do with you no selfishly for me yeah (laughs) so my art page i do sort of keep up on a little bit more often than my personal page so that might be the easier way because it's public to get in touch with me. So that's some nerds art, some dot nerds dot art. On Boom. Love that. And yeah. if all of these things will be in the show notes, you can reach out to Kendra. She's kind of a dick, but she's pretty amazing. Yeah. I- <laughs> now you do me a favor. Yeah. You will go to sleep or I will put you to sleep. <laughs> yes, sir. Will you, will you rest after this? You promise? No. I, I, yeah, you know I mean, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, I'm no. not trying to be. I'm trying to be tough over here. I'm like tissue paper. Like I'm just like just soft and frail. I'm not hurting anybody. Yeah, <laughs> so, I will. I promise you, I will rest. I will not promise that I will sleep because. Well, I I, I'll I can't control it. that. So I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, very very true. If I could do that, I wouldn't be talking about this show. <laughs> yeah, come on. Just- Kendra, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for, yeah, for uh, uh, being on the podcast. It has been great. So definitely reach out to Kendra on all of those. And if you wanted to attempt to reach out to my tiny, beautiful ass kicking co-host, you can at Lauren L. Manzano on Instagram. You can absolutely reach out to me at Joso Rocks on all the socials. Reach out to us at the Neuro Nerds everywhere. I was going to do like a little sleepy thing right now, but that would be plain disrespectful, Kendra. So damn straight. I, I will say this, though. I do suffer from moderate to severe sleep apnea. I had a procedure. Oh, it was weird. Did. They they removed the the little boxing glove in the back of my throat. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like That's it's not even way. like a nubbin. It's like the, to clear the airway. It, it was like a thing, right? So that is Joe opening up his airways to the people out there while talking about narcolepsy. And on that <laughs> educational note, these neuro nerds are out. Oh, look at the end of that. Just a little information, a little bit of love, a little bit of care. Just killed it. Yeah. <laughs>
Hey, survivors, caregivers, and nerds of all kinds. We are so grateful for each and every one of you who have taken the time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really makes our day. Not only do we read every single one, but we love reading them on our episodes. So if you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us spread the word about the show. And when you do, just let us know by tagging at the NeuroNerds on Twitter. We might even read your review on our next episode. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.